I want you to share with us what was it like to help lead and launch the Unilever's first in-house D2C brand before you left in 2018. What were some of the challenges that you encountered at that time and how did you and your team solve it? Hello and welcome to Hello Femtech, the podcast that features Femtech changemakers across the globe creating changes and improving the lives of women. With your two hosts, I'm Kongpik Liu from Design Angel and my co-host Ari Shashak from Sikolovia. You know, I felt very privileged at the time to be in this team. So uh, at that time, I was in the global e-commerce team and my role was global e-commerce innovation, whatever that means. But really just thinking about how can a company as old as Unilever and as established start to innovate and build these D2C models that allow brands to connect directly with their end user, with their customer, which traditionally, if we think about like the FMCGs of this world, they are not connecting with their customer because they sell their products through retail. So there's this huge opportunity at the moment. And that's why Unilever spent a billion dollars on acquiring Dollar Shave Club. And generally, we see these really high acquisition prices for D2C because there's so much need. So I was there at the business in a time when Unilever was really wanting to experiment with this and was brought in to do the kind of classic be a startup within a corporate. And, you know, I'll say some things on that afterwards, because I think that that ultimately is quite a flawed concept. But it was, you know, Unilever was trying to do their best. And we brought together this global crack team. There were about eight people of us cross-functionally from all over the world. Um, and I was lucky to be, you know, really thinking about the product side of things. And the brand was called Skinsay. In fact, it's still going in the US. Um, and it was skincare. And what we tried to do, and I think did, was to build a direct-to-consumer subscription product for skincare, whereby the user comes to the website and shares information about their their lifestyle, about their pain points when it comes to their skin, perhaps, and about their preferences. And then SkinSay recommends a set of products based on each person's unique profile. And, and the reason that, that I'm citing that is because in many ways that was really inspiring to me and is now what I want to try and bring into the menstrual care space, this idea of everyone having a unique set of preferences and requirements and using that to recommend personalized products and content for them. Um, but, you know, so we very quickly built this team. Um, the, the benefit of trying to do something in a company such as Unilever is budget. Um, and, you know, there's like an innovation budget that the enterprise vice president wants to chuck at us. And that was a real privilege now looking back on it especially now I'm building a startup with basically zero capital. And I realized that, you know, we were able to work with the best agencies in the world when it came to the product design. Although, you know, maybe we should have been working with you, Ari and Pick. Um, but we, we were really just able to get this amazing team going um, and not have to worry about customer acquisition costs. I, I would say some of the challenges were that mm. you're trying to take a bunch of corporate people and get them to behave like a startup. And I'm sure a lot of people in this room will probably know it is very, very difficult to make that switch overnight. And being in a startup is about operating and doing things. And when you're in a corporate, a lot of the time, what we get taught to do is to manage 
the people who are doing the operating. So it's less about you having the skills and it's more about managing the people who do. So I think that was something that was challenging. And that was one of the reasons that I thought, I know I want to build my own businesses. And Unilever has been a great learning curve for me. But now I need to go and be in a startup where you don't really have the budget, but you've got that you have to make it work otherwise it's going to fail and that drive and motivation so um you know i think i think that the corporate wheelhouse can bring a lot of benefits such as budget and sponsorship and clout and pr but actually you can't really replicate the energy and thirst that people have in an early stage startup and and i think that's you know what i'm trying to do now and to leverage that to to not have to have as well a lot of the red tape that being in a corporation um, obviously comes with. Thanks for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting app and get notified the moment a new episode comes out. Halo Femta is an initiative by Sikalovia and Design Angel. Thank you to Pashel Tashi for producing and editing this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor by rating and reviewing our show on the podcast. It will help us grow the show and make future episodes even better. If you want to connect with other changemakers that we feature in our podcast, go to our website, halofemtech.com and join our community. You'll find helpful resources and industry events. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.